Welcome to the official podcast for the Society of Urodynamics, Female Pelvic Medicine, and Urogenital Reconstruction. Here you will find podcasts highlighting clinically relevant topics, ongoing SUFU initiatives, SUFU member highlights, and much, much more. Good afternoon. It's an honor to introduce uh, Dr. Roger Domachowski, the winner of this year's Distinguished Service Award. This is an award that is given to one of our members who has upheld the mission of our society by the work that they have done. When I look at Roger's accomplishments, by my calculations, he's served on our board for over 20 years. He's been our president from 2006 to 2008. He currently serves as the editor of Neurourology and Neurodynamics. Roger's work, though, for our subspecialty goes far beyond SUFU. Roger, aside from the work that he does at Vanderbilt, running a very successful fellowship, Roger is also the chairman of the Residency Review Committee, and he was recently made the president of the ABU. Roger has been a mentor to many of us, and with that, I'd like to introduce one of my mentors and friends, Roger Demchowski. So I, I promise I'll bring this topic around to the society in just a few moments, but I realize this is a bit of an odd topic. Uh, the reason I chose this topic is um, this is an area of a very importantly to me in my institutional role in professionalism. Um, because clearly we're seeing a watershed uh, a period of disenfranchisement with medicine across all aspects of medicine, both the training and junior, intermediate, and senior faculty levels, and also in private practice. And why is that? And so I wanted just to spend a few moments on, on perhaps some idle thoughts and some things I've learned um, in helping people uh, through, get through professional difficulties that arise at least potentially and partially from external uh, forces that I mean, currently we all are subject to in medicine. So uh, there are people who are literally making careers out of burnout. And uh, every day it seems like there's another journal article about this aspect of burnout and this, that aspect of burnout and blah, 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 blah. Uh, there's no question, as I said, there's unprecedented disenfranchisement right now with, with the profession for a variety of reasons, whether it's electri electronic medical records, whether it's increasing in the United States governmental oversight. We are the most heavily scrutinized profession, but rightfully so. Uh, what, what are the other impacts that, that are causing us to have this sense that we're, we're dislocated from our mission? Um, and so I wanted to bring back my, my feeling about burnout, I'm going to t really tie this into the, what I think is a much more personal solution to what we're all experiencing. And I'm telling you that as an institutional representative, I, we're always asked, well, what's the institution going to do about this? And I will tell you, institutions are basically pretty dumb things, and they're not very good about humanistic issues. So what about medical humanism? If you haven't read this book, uh, I recommend to all of you to read this book. Um, it's written by a man, a man named Viktor Frankl. Um, this was recommended to me way back in a small Texas town when I was a senior in medical school, uh, medical school. That would be Galveston by our resident medical humanist. And that was sort of the end of a wave of medical humanism that began in the 60s and 70s and was really a, a fascinating era. Um, this book means a lot to me for a variety of reasons, not the least of which is this is a man who was in Auschwitz survived Auschwitz, uh, became a very prominent medical humanist and, and neurologist, um, and as you'll see, had some pretty profound introspections on his days at Auschwitz. Um, this book was also very meaningful for me as I, I, as I put together the, the embers of my parents' history. Uh, my grandparents were actually at Auschwitz at the same time as this, as this man was. 
and my grandmother did not survive the experience. So I think one of the things that we have to realize is we've got to take care of each other. And I think what you'll see in his quotes that I've lifted directly from the book in the next slide, how important this is. But you can't care for others without some of the elements that he dealt with and that he, he distilled down during his experience in the death camp. Quote, when, when we are no longer able to change a situ situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. And in reality, as we look at the most robust members and people that we know, they have the ability, they have adaptability. And, and we are uniquely human and we are, we are exceedingly capable of adapting to all stressors and trends. We, those who are most successful have a why to live and they can bear with almost any how. So in other words, if you have a purpose, you can get through it. But there was no need to be ashamed of tears, for tears bore witness that a man had the greatest courage, the courage to suffer. And indeed, no one said that this living stuff is easy. Every day has its own personal, professional, internal, external tragedies that we all deal with in a greater to a greater or lesser extent. And finally, it is not freedom from conditions, but it is freedom to take a stand toward the conditions. Hence, getting back to where we are now. We are all challenged by a very dynamic very difficult time, but it doesn't mean we should disenfranchise ourselves. So earlier today, Ann Suskin gave a great presentation on mentorship. And I'd like to commend this society because about a decade and a half ago, we created a, a mentorship program in this society. And as Ann rightfully pointed out, mentorship a lot, sometimes just gets categorized into the professional development aspect of things. The most important thing of mentorship actually is the human interactions, and, and Anne had a wonderful bullet on her slide that mentorship is an interaction between two people where both gain from it. And I think the, the level of, uh, of mentorship that this society espouses is wonderful. If you talk to people who haven't come to this meeting before, it, it, people say this is the best meeting they ever go to because there is such a great level of camaraderie and collegiality. And that, again, gets to the mutual and personal support that we can give to each other. So why is this important? Well, I feel, and what makes my life work, are the, the people who I've worked with over the years that we've been had the privilege of training. And this is our picture from last night, our, our group dinner. It's not all the trainees, but it's a, a good group of people that are all over the country. Um, and I will say we care for each other. And part of dealing with the stresses that we have now is not institutional fixes, because institutions aren't going to help us. It's returning to our roots as humans and spending the time to observe people and realize that someone may be in a critical time frame and at least saying, being there, and, and perhaps you, you don't have any sage wisdom, but just the very act of human presence and listening can make a big difference to someone in great stress. Uh, I carry with me till the day I die, uh, a decade ago when I had a young trauma surgeon who wanted to tell me something, uh, and I didn't know him well enough. Um, and it was at the end of a day, and he, he, and he sort of sat in the chair, and we talked about some things, and he clearly had something else, but I, I didn't know how appropriately to pull, pull it out of him. Two days later, he jumped off a 14th floor balcony and died. And so I will tell you, if you've had that experience, you will always remember that. And the importance of what we do for each other far exceeds anything we can contribute to medicine or science, because in reality, it's us taking care of each other. So please remember that. That's my, 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 my message in this. This is a great society. You have great friends here. Remember that there are, there are supports that are, are innumerable and really unfathomable in terms of the degree of, of people that are here that support you. So thank you very much for being who you are. Thanks for listening to today's episode on the Sufu Podcast. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast streaming app. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. 
Follow us on Twitter with our handle at SuFuOrg, where we'll provide real-time updates of our next podcast episode launch. And be sure to check us out on our website, www.sufuorg.com.